0: everybody and welcome back to another episode of keyhole conversations with your host marcus and i have graciously summer on here and our friend mike westover as well and we are going to be discussing some uh things that we experienced while we were out in the uinta wilderness of utah mike what is up man not
1: much just hanging out
0: just hanging out. I uh, heard you and uh, Andrew had a great time pulling that bike apart.
1: Yeah, it's. We said oh, it should be about a two-hour job, and it ended up being four and a half hours. But it wasn't too bad.
0: I I love jobs that end up doing that. I always do that with projects that I'm doing around my house. Like I'll get into them, and then I'll be like, go to the next one, and the next one. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do this today, and then I end up doing so much other things but i'm glad you guys got that done i was gonna drop by with the spicy chip but we ended up going to um the oddities expo and spent quite a quite a while there and i am going to start learning how to be a ventriloquist (laughs) (laughs)
1: like you said you might as well right if you're gonna have that many ventriloquist dummies
0: yeah i actually counted them i'm one shy of what i said i only have three currently but there'll be more added to the collection of my ever going ever growing collection of dolls. And it's kind of weird. Like I'm a 33 year old kid.
2: (laughs) You should have bought that other one that was there.
0: I should have, but it was, no, I was spending way too much money at that show. It was a really cool show, but I was like, I, I gotta stop spending money. (laughs) Um, so This episode is going to consist of an adventure we all went on. So me and Summer started doing a lot of hiking this season. I've always been an avid hiker every summer, spring and fall, but we went extreme into hiking because we were looking for that 25 grand that was hidden in the Utah wilderness. And um, Mike, I don't know,
1: you do much hiking before this adventure? I try to do like one or two hikes a year. No, I'm not a avid hiker. I know of a few places, but no. And I've been backpacking one time before, or I guess two times before, but it was when I was a teenager in Boy Scouts. Yeah. So I'm now 44, so it's probably been close to 20 years.
0: Yeah. And see, that's, that's me, like avid hiker, but backpacking experience before this was... One other time, right before I got divorced with my ex wife, we bought all the gear to go backpacking and we did a little stint of a trip, which it was like maybe a half a mile or a mile into the camping area. So it was like nothing and we were just doing uh, it to kind of test the waters. Mm-hmm. So I'm personally going into this, like we chose Kings Peak, which is in the Utah wilderness, uh, Uinta wilderness, to experience our first backpacking trek and the length of the first trip to the most popular area where you go is dollar lake and that was what like eight miles eight and a
1: half i think eight and a half miles
0: maybe yeah and i am personally feeling good about it like all the way up to the morning of going i was like i'm gonna there's No way. Like, I am fit and ready, and I'm going to kick this hike's butt. And boy, was I humbled. (laughs) I already knew. You already knew?
2: I already knew that it was going to be as bad as I thought. Like, it wasn't bad, but, you know, as
1: hard as I thought it was.
0: Gotcha. Um, And Mike, what about you?
1: Um, Well, that week before, I did, like, a hike um, near Alta Ski Resort so that it would be like above 10,000 feet above elevation. And it was three miles in and three miles back. And I thought, if I can do this hike, then I'm, I'm all in for Kings peak. So I thought, I thought I was ready. Cause I did that hike and it wasn't too bad. Like I, I was tired when I got back from that six mile round trip hike. But like after an hour I'd regained all my energy, like felt fine. So, so
0: you thought you you were ready to go as well. Yeah. And I mean, we all packed up our bags, we all headed out because you got to go from uh, where we live in Salt Lake County up through Evanston, Wyoming, and then down to the trailhead. So you kind of traverse the Wyoming area a little bit to get to this area. And I would say it's a good 20 miles from the nearest town, wouldn't you guys say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To the trailhead. So you're already starting out pretty much in the wilderness. And then we all get our stuff on. We all get our gear on. We start walking and I'm like, this is, I'm good. And about five minutes into it, I'm like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to be fun.
2: (laughs) I had the same thoughts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know, uh, Mike, how much did your bag weigh?
1: Um, mine was 26 pounds before water. And I probably had three, maybe four liters of water.
0: I don't know. So another
1: eight pounds. Yeah. And Summer, you're
0: about the same. Didn't we weigh your pack as well? Yeah. Yours was about 26, 27. But that was with the water, I think. With the water. Mm -hmm. And mine was about 26, 27, but I hadn't added water yet. Right. And... Holy cow. It doesn't feel that heavy when you're just putting it on you in your, you know, house and you're moving around like, oh, yeah, I got this. I'm comfy. And then I remember I told you guys because both of you were pretty on board about getting trekking poles. So I was like, screw that. That's for wimps. (laughs) And I am so glad that Uh you talked me into buying those.
2: Honestly, on the way back out, that was the only thing that kept me upright.
1: Was the trekking poles.
2: Yeah. You too, Mike?
1: Well, that's the reason why I bought them, because I know when I'm hiking, I'm doing a lot of downhill. Mm-hmm. My quads or my my legs, they just get really shaky. Yep. And I wanted that extra support, not for going up, but more for going down.
0: Yeah, and I'm so grateful we that I had trekking poles going out, going in. I didn't use them that much, but then after expending all that energy and then coming back out of there, I... You needed it, them. I felt like it took forever to get out of there. And we're going downhill. It did. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we started the trek out and we had two others with you. We had your son, Mike, and then we had your father-in-law, who is, what, 65, 66?
1: Yeah, I think he's 66.
0: Dude, that guy was kicking our butts, man. He was. Alberto, I just felt like, what the hell? I'm 33 and this guy is like (laughs) double my age
1: and beating me. (laughs) You know, he didn't do a single hike all summer. Are
2: I was you like, serious?
1: I kept asking him, I'm like, are you going to do a hike or I'm going to do this hike? You want to come? But he plays tennis at least every day, every other day. And not not just for like a half an hour. He goes for like two hours and plays tennis. I think so, at
2: one point I told Marcus, I'm like, I want to be him when I grow up. <laughs>
1: yeah. With his
0: physical endurance, for yeah. sure. Well,
1: I I think he's born with that. Because he just has, like, massive lungs. Um, He doesn't really ever get tired. He can go all day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and he's telling us, like, when we start, he's, like, kind of, I got the feeling that he's, like, yeah, I'm just going to go at my own pace. Don't worry about, you know, waiting up for me. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, Alberto will take up the rear, whatever, this older guy you know he's awesome he came with us i'm glad and then he's like leading the whole way
2: <laughs> i think i had the rear the entire time i was dying no, i
0: am yeah it was it was pretty rough and um the thing about that trail too which makes a huge difference and you don't realize it's how rocky it was yeah <laughs> there were little boulders everywhere and with that amount of weight on your back. Your feet, like, they just, if you take one misstep, you can roll your ankles so easily. Yep.
1: Yeah. When I was telling you my my hiking boots, they're Merrells, and they were great hiking boots, but the sole was super thin. So every time I stepped on one of those rocks, it was like digging into the bottom of my foot.
2: You felt and everything. So,
1: yeah, I felt, which sometimes is good, but when it's that rocky, it's not good to have such soft shoes.
0: Yeah. And I had the opposite problem. See, I got my, um, I have these really nice boots that I use when I go out to like Antelope Island in the winter because they're waterproof, they're really thick soles and everything. And my stupid idiot self (laughs) forgot my hiking shoes and just brought the boots. And after like a mile or two, I could just feel like my uh, pinky toes I was like they're going to have the biggest blisters cuz they were so smashed in there and sure mm-hmm. sure enough blisters like they I look like I got eaten alive by like ants or something on my feet with these blisters. Oh yeah, they were huge. Did you see one of them, Summer, uh-huh. when I took off my shoe when we got home? I was like, I look did. at this thing. I did. <laughs> it looked like I was growing a fucking sixth toe.
2: I had them too, though. You did. I had them, like, all up the sides of my foot and then, like, on my toes. too. And I think I have bruised uh-huh. toes still from that hike.
1: Oh <laughs> man, um, I got two blisters, one on each foot on the side of my heel not like you always assume you're going to get blisters on the back of your heel no I got it on the side of my heel
0: yeah that sounds painful um and you know we were so going into this 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 was the interesting thing to me we're all sitting there and we've been debating for like a week because we're checking the weather pattern up there and it's going from uh you know Torrential downpour to a little bit of rain to maybe sunny to rain, you know, back and forth. And like Thursday night, we all said, you know what, let's do it. The weather forecast looked pretty favorable and we get on trail. It's blue skies with some clouds and all the way up till about the midway section where you cut over that river to actually join up with Henry's Fork. Isn't that the actual yeah. joining? Yeah. Great weather. I mean, it was, I didn't even have a coat on, nothing. I was sweating.
2: But it wasn't, there was cloud coverage. Cloud coverage.
0: And we make that turn. We get across this, you know, this little river. And then all of a sudden, that's when the weather started to change. And it was just light rain at first. So everyone kind of, you know, didn't even worry about a poncho. And then we start trekking more. Like, we better get our ponchos on. And i had to laugh at yours mike <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it was basically it was one of those one dollar ponchos that you get the dollar store
0: yeah and it was just like flapping big, in the wind big. yeah and um i mean like everyone else's poncho is kind of stout but yours was like i was like why are you even wearing it man?
1: <laughs> i had to rip one side of it just so that I could cover my pack because was... my arms couldn't fit through. And... Oh, was that it? That was why I was laughing. wondering
0: why it was ripped. I was like, did he buy like like it almost looked like you're wearing a shopping bag or something
1: for yeah. a minute? I ended up wearing it like a cape. I kept the 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 hood on and then I spun it around so that the pack would stay dry. I was like, I don't care if I get wet. I just need the stuff inside my pack not to get wet. Yeah. Oh,
0: did you not buy a pack cover? No. See, we did, and we didn't even use we them. didn't even use them. That was I, so, um, so dumb of us.
2: Yeah, it was.
0: But in our defense, it didn't start raining until we we you get to the section on the Henry Forks Trailhead where you're <clears throat> you're on your final approach to Dollar Lake, and you come through the trees, and all of a sudden, because it's it's trees everywhere through that whole trail till you hit this section, and then it's just like this massive open. Oh field or meadow of green. Yeah. It's like a marsh. Yeah. And you, that is the section where I was starting to get really tired. Me too. And depth perception was very hard because all you see is the mountain range. Right. And then just greenery. And I'm like, when are we going to get there? (laughs) Like this is taking forever. And that's where it started to rain a little bit uh, more. And I remember we had to cross this little like river that had you know where the water had been flowing, it washed part of the trail out so everyone and there's other groups up there we we weren't just the only group in there crossing their own way, and I remember Alberto was like, "No, come this way, it's easier and I like I was like, damn you, Alberto, after we got like through half of it. I'm like, this isn't easier. I feel like I'm playing Super Mario Bros trying to <laughs> jump over these little gaps.
2: That's what I felt. Yeah, and it
0: mind. was so slick. Oh, yeah, it was like slick, brown, like tan clay mud stuff. And the I felt so bad for you, Summer, because we all got through it. There's a group behind <laughs> us. And you're the last one. And I'm kind of trying to catch up with Al- where Alberto's at. Mike and his son are back with you. And all I hear is ah! <laughs> <laughs> And I hear Mike say something like, Oh, she just fell <laughs> and then the group behind you was like, Don't go this way <laughs> They did, they
2: turned around. <laughs> I was just so embarrassed. What what happened? Um, I went to jump across and I did the Mario death where I <laughs> I just jumped and fell straight down. I think that part of the uh, the wall caved in where I stepped. Oh. And I went to jump and I just kind of slid and I landed on my butt. And then my whole butt, my legs, everything was just caked in mud.
0: I know. When I seen you, I was like, man, she's going to make our tent so messy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's your concern.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so and this is kind of what's well, funny because i'm like oh we're going to have to get her cleaned off before she gets in the tent because we don't want all that mud <laughs> and water and yuck in our tent no never do that and we start uh, making our way to some through some thick dense vegetation and trees again and i'm looking from side to side i'm like okay we we got to be close let's just set up and alberto's just like come on more we're keep going and then finally um, we reach where we've decided you know what we're gonna set up here yeah and that's when it starts raining and it started out light at first and then mm-hmm. just got progressively worse so bad and in retrospect, I remember seeing this uh, Spanish guy and his son sitting on rocks in their ponchos just in the rain sitting there and I'm like, what are they doing? why aren't why aren't they concerned with getting set up these idiots you know and then I start thinking, I've set up a tent in the rain before. It's a very bad idea. But we all kind of just in a panic started setting up. And what we should have done is probably waited for the storm to pass over us. Like those two guys were or the Spanish guy and his son. Because I don't know about you, Mike. I know Alberto's tent got full of water. Ours got full of water and mud and yuck. and i remember i i got it set up as fast as we could and then i just lost it like i got in there and i'm like we are screwed like i am yeah. i'm actually in like a panic mode because i remember seeing the weather forecast saying it could get down to 31 degrees and you're like we're going to be fine and i'm like no that's hypothermic we're wet <laughs> we're we're not going to survive we're going <laughs> to die on this mountain and i'm like basically telling summer i'm sorry for getting us into this crowd it was, it
2: was. did you hear any of this in your time mike no 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 it I was
1: couldn't.
2: it was comedy gold <laughs> it was amazing and i was like we're gonna be fine he's like no we're gonna die and then he starts filming and it looked like he was filming his like, last goodbye <laughs> yeah. did
1: you uh, put that part in the video
0: i didn't uh, I, was, I, was I was
1: watching the video and i was like I remember you telling me that you were freaking out, and I was like, "It didn't seem like he was freaking out too bad." He No, was. I I totally edited that out. <laughs> I wasn't
0: going to let my YouTube audience know <laughs> that I was in full on panic, ready to ditch all of you guys and run back to the car eight miles.
2: You did say that too. You're like, "We should just pack up and go."
0: No, pack. I didn't even want to pack up and go. I was like, "Let's just go." That's right. We'll, You're like, come, we'll back. come back.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, did you end up with any water in your tent, Mike? No, not very much. And the thing with me is once I got the tent up and we were inside, that tent, it's not very spacious. You have to lay on your back or you're touching the walls, and it's not double-walled, so anytime you touch the wall, you get wet again. And I was getting super claustrophobic that I ended up, like, ripping off all my wet clothes and just laying there in my underwear, trying not to touch the the side of the tent. And, <laughs> and then... And I was like overheating too, because we had been like trying to go as fast as we could to set up that tent in the rain, and then just being soaking wet that once it cooled down and got sort of dry, and luckily, none of the stuff in my pack actually got too wet because yeah. i I threw that plastic bag over the the bag while I was setting up the tent, and it stayed pretty dry.
0: That's good, yeah, I, I should have done that. I should have taken my poncho off. Or I didn't even have the poncho on, did I?
2: You I I think you covered the ponchos or the backpacks with the ponchos. That's
0: right. Yeah. To keep our yeah, stuff that's dry. what I did too. We shoved
1: them in Which, the tree. I'm soaking wet, but at least the bag was dry. Right.
0: Yeah. And I that that's funny that you say that you're claustrophobic, because I'm super claustrophobic too. And I can just see myself. Luckily, my tent is pretty spacious inside. It's a REI Half Dome plus two. So it's pretty spacious and I remember, though, like, trying to set up the rain fly. And you were so frustrated. <laughs> it was pissing me off because I'm trying to... And I should have just chilled out and not moved so fast. But then I was, like, concerned with water, like, draining a certain way. So I got it finally set up. But, um, yeah, that's a thing, man. Like, um, people, they'll get, like, claustrophobic tents and stuff when they haven't been in one before. Especially when you get the rain fly on and everything because... Yeah. They can feel very constricting, especially with all your gear in there and everything. They're not, mm-hmm. I mean, people, if you're tent camping, it's not like a motorhome or something. No. So,
1: yeah. I, and you and I had another person in there with us. I had my son. You had Summer. And- Uh, It was Alberto that was in his tent all by himself. I'm sure he was, like, perfectly fine listening to music or something.
0: He was. He was, because I was, like, sitting there, like, calling out to him. I'm like, Alberto, what do we do now, man? We're screwed. And there was no
2: response.
0: (laughs) I basically, if anyone has seen Aliens with Bill Paxton, there's a scene in that movie where they... Basically, their spaceship wrecks and they have no way out of there. And he's just like, What are we going to do now, man? We are fucked. <laughs> and that was me. <laughs>
2: it was. It was so funny. And nothing would calm him. Like, absolutely. I was like, We're going to be okay. We're going to get this cleaned up. It's going to be dry. And he's like, No, we're dead. We're dead. I was like, We're not dead.
1: No. If if it had if the rain hadn't have stopped like what forty five minutes later
2: yeah
1: if it had rained all night it would have been so much more miserable yeah. Oh, yeah we would have all been because I was once the rain stopped we were able to like dry out the tent hang up our wet clothes on a tree mm-hmm. kind of like start to dry stuff out Yep. but I can't imagine if it had rained all night I probably would have cried myself to sleep oh your I... son
2: would have too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did, but.
0: Well, his son got sick. Yeah. Like I, I would have cried. I would have. I probably would have left. All you guys panicked in the middle of the night and been like, "Screw this!" Ran into the woods. You've never seen me again. (laughs) We're like I, I think Marcus
1: found one of those mushrooms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. It would have been. It would have been bad. It would have been like that. the incident in Russia where they all ended up with their eyes gouged out of their heads and their tongues like eaten. That's a really weird, uh, yeah. like case that if anyone hasn't heard of it, go look it up. The Dyatlov pass incident in Russia. But he, that was going through my mind too. I was like, if it gets hypothermic, my, my brain's going to screw with me. So I'm going to end up taking all my clothes off. Cause you know, they do that. Like yeah. once yeah. you get so cold, you feel hot. So you like strip. And then you die naked in the fricking woods. <laughs> I don't know. How, you, you watch these survival shows and we were all well outfitted. We had good gear, um, warm clothing. We even had, all, every one of us were armed with guns yep. because we were like, we're in bear country. And um, all of this stuff. But then you see these like people do the naked, alone and afraid shows and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, how do they do this? yeah they're allowed one thing yeah have you not seen that show Uh -uh. yeah they bring like one item but no clothes don't they're naked oh
1: hell
0: no yeah Mm.
2: (laughs) that's not okay
0: yeah it's pretty crazy and there's another one um that i actually like to watch i forget the name of it but they basically they have to outlast the other survivors and they get some gear but they have to camp what's the name of that one mike you remember
1: I don't remember. I just watched the last season of it.
0: Yeah, I want to say it's alone or something. I think it's just called alone. Uh Yeah, and it's like, and they last months, but like they start going crazy too because they're all alone, no human contact.
1: Yeah. Well, they get like check-ins to check their vitals and their weight to make sure they're not losing weight too fast and.
2: Do they start making, like, Wilsons out of volleyballs and stuff?
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, yeah. I've seen a
0: couple of them make, like, make-believe friends and stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, I was literally only three hours into our hiking nightmare with the rain, and I was making friends with God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm not an atheist anymore, save me. (laughs)
2: i'll do anything
0: <laughs> get me off this mountain
2: that was me towards the end of the hike was it <laughs> oh, yeah, you were the only thing that got me off that mountain
0: well and the, so and like mike said it rained for 45 minutes or so and it let up which oh my god i'm so thankful for and then everyone started doing their own little things. so you kind of started cleaning up the tent yes i was trying um, to help
2: you not panic anymore
0: yeah and Mike and his son, I think they were cleaning up their tent. And then me and Alberto went to get water. And he didn't want to get it from the lake because he's like, oh, that's dirty water. I'm like, but these are these filters like literally are advertised to, you know, get water out of almost anywhere safely. But he's like, no, we're going to the stream. So I go to the stream and I instantly regret it. And I think he did, too, because we're sitting on these like 45 degree angle slopes mm-hmm. trying to get water and not and trying to not fall in in the process. And Alberto's filter wasn't working correctly, so he was getting pissed. <laughs> My filter, I had that stupid little hose falling all over the place, <laughs> and I was just like, damn it! And like. I'm like, I should have learned how to use this at home before I brought it out it's on true. the trail. But it was really simple once I got it set up. But it was sitting on that angle, trying not to fall in the water. And then the clean hose kept going into the dirty water. And I'm just like, you don't screw it. like.
1: <laughs> um, I remember... Kept asking if my son had drank the water. You were like, "Did he drink the water?" Because now he's sick. Like, <laughs> it's because my hose fell in the water. I know that's what it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, I was. Would... Mike's like, "Great, you killed my son." <laughs> yeah, I was like convinced. I was like, "Oh no, Mike's son got sick from the water." And then I was like watching everyone's like, "Who else drank the water?" Because I hadn't drank water yet. I was like, "Screw this! <laughs> I'm not getting sick." And then I waited like thirty minutes. No one else got sick, so I drank the water. I think. Well. Based upon how I felt hiking afterwards when we got to camp, I can't imagine. Your
1: son's 14? 13, yeah. 13,
0: yeah. So that hike probably kicked his butt and got him really exhausted. He weighed
1: 75 pounds and his pack weighed 16 or 15 pounds. Dang. So, or I think it was like 12 pounds before water. So...
2: And then Alberto uh, carried that down.
1: And you know, we never really figured out how or why he got sick. We figured it's just a combination of exhaustion um, and then like overeating because we had those mountain house meals, and he ate like a two-person meal of chili mac, and then and then it could have been altitude sickness.
2: Oh, that's true. I didn't
1: <laughs> even think about that. Yeah, and I don't know. I I gave him some ibuprofen that night for his headache. He just had a little bit of everything, and we we never really figured out what it was because as soon as we got down to the car and we like that next day and we put AC on him, I told him to lay down and keep himself cool because he was kind of uh, his his body had stopped sweating and I think he was getting a little dehydrated, so we, I was making him drink and I was making him stay wet so that he could keep his body cool, and then a half an hour later he pops up and he's like, is there any food? And I was like, (laughs) "Uh, yeah, like rummage through the packs, like go through all your snacks. So it was just so weird. Half an hour after being in the car, he was completely back to normal.
0: You know, that's, that's oddly enough, that sounds like crazy. But when I was an EMT, some of the training we did on like pediatric medicine and like things to watch out for were how fast kids can crash and also come back. Like they have these huge like ups and downs when it comes yeah. to like trauma or, you know, illness sickness and stuff. And I was feeling horrible for your son after, cause we all ate and every, I think the spirits were getting a little bit better. Like, yeah, we did it. We're, you know, and we're all kind of thinking, well, maybe we'll summit, maybe we'll, oh, and then, know. Mike's son started throwing up. I was like, no one's... We're not summoning this crap. And Alberto was kind of like, no, we'll do it. I'm like, no, man, we're all wet. He's throwing up. We're getting the hell out of here.
2: <laughs> I already knew. When I fell on the mud, I knew. I was like, I'm not summoning. <laughs> it's not happening.
0: Yeah. I honestly think I could probably do that whole round trip hike in one day easier than the backpacking experience. I think the backpacking experience... If you're blessed with good weather, would be a lot more rewarding and fun. But the easier route to me seems like the in one day. Yeah, because you'd have to start super early and just maybe take a water filter and some snacks. But all that weight, carrying it that long, that Cute. that kicked my butt. Mine too. And my spirits, like going to sleep that night, were I was in the like the what do you call it, low morale section. Yeah, and then. We gotta I, talk about what happened. Dude, I passed the hell out at like nine forty-five, ten o'clock. I was done. You laid I,
2: down and you just started snoring.
0: Yeah, and then you woke me up.
2: Yeah, well, I thought I was like, is that him? Is that not him? And then I said something, and you're like, what? And I was like, okay, that was you. And I was like, you were snoring already. I'm like, you just laid down. You're like, I'm tired.
0: And I was, dude, I was so thankful for those blow up pillows oh, yeah. and the, our sleeping pads. Like, oh god, that. It actually wasn't uncomfortable sleeping. No. To me at all. It was nice. And then I passed out again and I woke up. And then you woke me up. I was fearful for everyone in the camp's life. And I literally like grabbed my gun. I was like ready to start blasting. Because he was I, like, do you dude, hear that? It was so loud.
2: He was like, do you hear that? And I was like, what? Do you hear that? And I'm like.
0: I thought it was yeah. a bear. I thought there's a bear going that's,
2: through. Yeah, he's like, there's a bear out there. I'm like, that's Alberto. <laughs>
0: he's <was> snoring.
2: <laughs> he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm sure. And I told him. Alberto
0: the next morning, I was like, dude, you need to go to the doctor. You snore so loud. <laughs> 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 he's like, I do? He's like, that just means I'm getting good sleep.
2: <laughs> and he's like, I keep the bears away. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike said something when we were up there that I thought was very interesting, and I didn't think about, and I'm going to whenever we pick like a campsite again if we're with multiple people, but here I am, like ready to start you know ramboing a bear if they come at me, but Mike made the point of we're all encircled. who knows where your rounds are going if you're not putting them on target in the bear, You could be shooting each other
1: that's true. Yeah. I was like next time I'm gonna point my tent like away from the group, like mm-hmm. out to nothing. In in case I do have to like start shooting at the door when a bear's like clawing through.
2: That's a yeah. good point. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. I didn't even hear you guys talking about that the next day either.
0: Yeah, we were just you know, everyone was kind of taking stuff down and he had mentioned that i was like that's a very good point i'm glad i didn't start blasting at what i thought was a bear
2: can we all take a moment though to appreciate alberto's tent setup do you remember him setting up his tent
0: He he was standing
2: with the tent over him and he's like hooking it all up and i was like this is like insane he was just like, "Oh yeah, I know what I'm doing." He's yeah, like a he professional. Was like, Pro.
0: He knew what he was doing. That We're was all like on so the ground cool. and he was doing his standing up, yeah. Yeah.
2: Was he like, was just zip
0: that thing together and then he got in his tent and he said he was listening to music.
2: Yeah, and he was.
0: And here I am setting stuff up, crying myself
2: <laughs> <laughs> having a meltdown.
0: Oh, man.
2: You should have, like, put a blooper reel at the end of that video with you just freaking out. No
0: one was getting that portion of the video, and no one ever will. I got it live. You got it live, (laughs) and it's not going anywhere else from that. I got to try and project some manliness, which I'm not.
2: (laughs) You hiked eight and a half miles uh, with a freaking huge backpack. That's pretty manly.
0: Well, we all did. And then coming out the next day when we started going out, I just felt so bad for Mike's son because he kept throwing up like and I've been there as a like adult and a child. I'm just glad he was only throwing up and not doing the other end as well because oh the dehydration.
1: Oh yeah, good point.
0: How was that for you? Were you was there any point in that hiking? with your son getting sick that you started worrying
1: or were you pretty calm? Um, I was calm, but I felt bad that I had to be so tough on him and be like, listen, like this sucks, but we're going to get out of here. You just have to like, keep it together for eight miles. We'll get you in the car. And as soon as you're in the car, you can sleep as much as you want but um we just pushed him really hard and like when he would collapse we would give him a second or what not collapse but you know just go i can't go anymore
0: yeah they were not yeah let me let me specify mike wasn't being like slave driving on the trail (laughs) like they did with the egyptians and stuff back in the day like you move that stone now (laughs) like he was they were very very uh supportive of your son and he made it and the one thing is you beat us out because i had to do the same thing with summer so oh. summer can make fun of me all she wants about the tent <laughs> incident this is where i get my revenge because she was like i can't make it
2: i did i was just like i need a break i gotta take he's like don't take the bag off i'm like screw you pal i am taking this bag off this is the only thing keeping me going are these small breaks and they weren't small breaks at all i think we sat for like 10-15 minutes on each one because i was just like yeah. I'm so like shaky right now. And I just, you were the only thing that got me out. Cause you're like, no, 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 come on. stand up, put the backpack back on. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> uh,
1: Marcus, to answer your question, did I ever get scared at one point? It was about when we had less than a mile left, maybe three quarters of a mile left. And, you know, he was wearing his long Johns, like his long underwear because uh-huh. he was, too tired in the morning to change his clothes. And I said, that's fine. You can just wear that out. But it got a little bit warmer because didn't we leave at like, was it 9 a.m. Yeah. or was it 11?
2: It was
0: 9. Uh, so, the, day two? Yeah. Yeah, day two. Yeah, so coming out of there, we left about 9,
1: 9.15. Yeah, so it must have been, what, 11 or noon. And it started getting warmer. And he was, he's just, like when he plays, sports and everything he sweats like crazy like he's he's a dripper like just sweat pours off of him and i looked at him and i saw that he was just like on his little rest break and that he was completely dry like not sweating at all and i i reached underneath his uh, his shirt and his back was just like burning hot but with no sweat mm. so i told him i ripped off his his shirt and I just started putting whatever water I had left in my pack all over his body and rubbing him down because I didn't want him to like have heat stroke or anything and and then Alberto and I were like you know what we're almost there and I know you've been sipping water but right now we need you to drink water like yeah. you had like I think you had like a half a cup left of that liquid IV or whatever you had given him that was a hydration, Pack it, mm-hmm. and he had like a half a cup left. We're like, drink it now. Like, we're not, we're not playing around anymore. None of this, like, get your lips wet type of sipping. Drink yeah. it, drink it, and we're gonna cool you down. And yeah, he, I mean, I think he was pretty close to having some kind of heat, ex- like, or dehydration. Episode. Episode. Yeah,
2: because if he's not episode, even sweating,
0: um, no, and I, that is a sign of heat stroke is when you're that bad that you don't have a perspiration. Yeah. That's, that's a uh, very dangerous territory there. Yeah. So, so
1: yeah, we got them cool. We got them to drink that water. And then we said, we're just, we're going to go straight for the car. There's more water there. There's like, I'm going to turn on the AC. We're just going to cool you down. But yeah, that it was, I'm glad that hike wasn't any longer.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more because I we ran out of water too. And, <laughs> dude, <laughs> so we're coming out of this. And I think you guys had actually made it basically out or really close. And Summer took – it was her last break she took. And we're drinking the last of our water. We're, I mean, we still have our water filter, and there's a river running right next to you the whole day. Right. So you have access to water. And there's the tiniest amount of water left in this water <laughs> bottle. I mean, nothing. And I tipped it over and I was like, that's all she wrote. And like four drops came out. Like, and Summer like ever- scolded me. And she like, she wasn't nice about it. She was like, you son of a bitch. I did not. You are exaggerating. <laughs> You were pissed. If
2: I would have talked to you like that, you'd have been like, I'm leaving your ass here.
0: <laughs> you were so mad, though. I
2: was. I was so, like, done at that point. And then you just, I was like, ah, why <laughs> would you do that? That's the last of the water. You're like, there's a stream right there. And I'm like, that's not the point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Three Amigos with Chevy Chase is <laughs> on his horseback. And they're all, they empty their canteen and just sand comes out. But Yo. then Chevy Chase gets his canteen and he swishes water in his mouth and he pulls out the lip balm and then didn't he just like dump out the rest of the water or yeah, something? Yeah, and they're and they just staring at him. At him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, have you, ever, have, have you guys ever seen the movie
0: In the Army Now with Polly Shore?
1: Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're water specialists. Yeah,
0: they go in the army as water water purification specialists oh my God. and they get lost in the desert. And they finally find, like, this little oasis area with water. And you were kind of like, um, not Chevy Chase, or not Chevy Chase, not Polly Shore, but there's another character in the show that gets really upset at a similar situation. And you reminded me of him.
2: I am sorry about that. <laughs>
0: no, you're good. I knew you were pissed. though, I was like, oh, man, those three <laughs> drops of water just cost me... Uh, uh, <laughs> some friend, nice right yeah something <laughs> um and when we finally made it out though um i was like just so relieved i was like there's the car finally my back yeah. my shoulders and i actually about halfway through the initial hike in i finally got my pack adjusted correctly to where the weight was more uh bearing the load on my hips and my shoulders but hiking out I still was feeling it and I was like finally I can get this pack off and when I took that pack off because I didn't take it off um like very often yeah the last three
2: stops you
1: didn't
0: I felt like I lost 50 pounds Mm -hmm. it was so crazy
1: well if we want to talk about Alberto being superman again we should tell everyone that he was carrying most of my son's pack yeah because we, we said, okay, you're still going to have to walk out of here, but we can take everything, so I took some of his stuff, I took all of his food, I shoved it in my pack, and Alberto took the sleeping bag, which was like four pounds, so that was pretty heavy, but then his pack was pretty much just clothes and a couple other things in there, and then I'll, when we got about halfway down, Alberto was like, give me that pack, and he took it off, and he was wearing it on the front of his chest, so he had a pack on his back and a pack on his chest i remember
2: seeing that
1: (laughs) i remember this vividly because i wanted to cry
0: for your son because alberto grabbed it and put it on his chest and was like you have no more excuses we have to get off this mountain (laughs) and that's when i asked you i was like was alberto in the special something? (laughs)
1: that's
0: amazing i was like and summer's like we should help him. I was like, no, I'm not putting any more weight in my back. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is, this is insane. We got to survive.
2: <laughs> I was like, look at Alberto, though. Like, he's got freaking two packs on. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. this guy is insane.
1: The, and people on the trail kept, like, asking him. They were like, are you all right? Because he, not, not my son, not the one throwing up, but Alberto. Because he's worried, like, he had something on his head he had he he just looked like like a pack mule walking down the he
0: totally did and then when we finally got out of there into the trucks i think we were all just so exhausted and oh that was some of the best mexican food i'd eaten in a long time because we stopped in evanston and at some what el mariachi something something, i don't know yeah it was good did you guys just power through and go all the way to salt lake
1: no, we stopped at that uh, truck stop, the TA truck stop. Oh, okay. And we, they had a, a Burger King there. And so we got Whoppers and fries and Cokes. And Alberto's like, I don't know what it is about. I Every time I talk about Alberto and I quote something, I always do his voice. I don't know why. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> but he's like, I don't know what it is, but Coca-Cola is like, the nectar of the gods when you get down from the mountain (laughs) (laughs) he he was like you need to drink the coca-cola i was like okay coca-cola and and we it was the best whopper i've ever had so it it doesn't matter what you eat when you get down the mountain it's always the
0: best i and he was telling me he's like marcus we're going back in a few weeks to summit the i was like no (laughs) I was like, I already have some trauma from PTSD. (laughs) I've got to go process this shit. I will do this again next year after I train. I'm going to get one of those weighted weighted vests and do that stuff. Because no amount of hiking prepares you for the weight you have to carry when you're backpacking. That's what kicked my butt. And I remember we were laughing because we had watched... Uh, two shows about backpacking before that we watched a walk in the woods which is hilarious and i felt just like robert redford's character in that movie a bunch of times
2: i felt like the other guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then we watched uh that uh one that's not so comedic wild Wild. and in wild she overpacks and her pack is like super heavy and that's how i felt like i was like oh yeah and then now that i look at it i'm like i don't need to bring this i don't need to bring that what
2: well, i was gonna say we talked about that afterwards and i was like is there anything that you can think that we didn't have to bring and you'd said no but now you changed your mind
0: well i won't bring my like camera no <laughs> Dang. Screw that. I'll just do cell phone shots. <laughs> Unless I'm getting National Geographic dropped off in a helicopter. I ain't doing that shit again. You know who the real heroes of uh, those nature shows and shit are? It's the camera people. Oh, yeah. Because those aren't light. And you think about these oh survivor people that are running around with no shoes and are naked. But they got camera dudes with them. <laughs> it's like, it's true. oh, my God. They got to hike all that stuff in.
1: Yeah, And they got to get the shot from the other side of the canyon. So they're like hiking down a canyon to hike back up a canyon just so that they can get the shot that they're looking for. So they're doing twice as much walking as the other people.
0: They're probably the most ripped cameramen you've ever seen. <laughs> they probably are like freaking muscles and lean and just I can imagine like that's got to be tough. Um, did your son after he was done, was he like... Dad, let's go camping again. Or was see, he like, or I'm never, see, see, never like, doing, I'm never this. doing no, this again?
1: No, I don't think he ever wants to go again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you ask
1: him? Or did he like, yeah, yeah, mention? He's, no, he's pretty easygoing, but he was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe him. And I told him, I was like, maybe when you go through puberty and you have some testosterone, I think it's not a hike for kids. I think yeah. it send some like, Young adults or like even like sixteen year olds up there, no problem. But like a thirteen year old, he just didn't have the strength
0: to do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I didn't think it was gonna be that hard of a hike. You know, they rated it as difficult on all trails. Was it difficult? Yeah. Okay. But me and Mike and you and we all looked at it and we're like, the elevation gain, although it's very high. You only gain right. so much elevation over a long spread. So it's not like crazy. But the thing that I started thinking about later the altitude you start at already starts kicking your butt because you're so high up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people don't realize the oxygen, the higher you get, it, less oxygen. It,
1: it starts at 9,500, right?
0: I believe so. Yeah. And you end up at 13.5 is King's Peak, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that um, what I had figured was there was about a 100-foot elevation gain for every mile that we did.
0: Something Or something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, like, you only felt it, like, really bad in certain areas when it went, like, straight up. But a lot of it was pretty level, which was nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's still, like, even the level and... stuff sucked. Yeah, the most did. level part of the damn hike was the one that kicked my ass the most in that, that marsh.
2: field yeah and
0: i was done yeah i was like i started thinking about that uh, scene in jurassic park the lost world you know where they're hiking through that marsh and all those raptors start coming at them from the side and it shows that up view and you see them mm-hmm. i was like i don't know why i started thinking about that but i was like i'd be so screwed i can't even <laughs> walk man <laughs>
2: it's all right on the way out in my head I was like just just let a cougar come get me right now I don't want to finish this hike <laughs> I was like anything a bear something just come take me out
0: yeah man it was it was pretty nuts on that note with bears did you see someone got attacked in Montana no yeah just recently like the other day Jeez. and um, they Mike they've pulled all the hot chips from the stores
1: oh because of that kid
0: yep so they officially the company. Uh, well, what's the name of that company? Pocky. Pocky was like get rid of those chips, pull them off all the shelves until, I think they do their autopsy investigation. So I got four of them. Um, I was you telling. You should put them on eBay. That's what. Well, <laughs> you can't even list them on eBay right now. What? Yeah, it goes oh, against oh. eBay's terms of service or whatever. Oh wow. So, you know. I'm like, maybe I should hold on to a couple of these since it will probably be their last hot chip challenge they ever put out.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So
0: maybe we could all just have because we could save two. I wouldn't
2: halves. be able to do a whole chip. I can no. tell you that. No. No, I didn't.
1: After seeing that video of that one guy and how caked on that chili pepper is on there, it looks like chocolate or something, like a chocolate covered <laughs> chip. I was like, I just want a piece of it. I don't want to eat that whole thing.
0: Yeah, I was reading because I did the um, challenge last year and I did it in, yes, half. I did half the chip. Summer had to point that out. (laughs) Um, But I was reading uh, one of the adults in the news article about the uh, teenager that had passed away was saying that the chip wasn't that bad it was the explosive fiery diarrhea that he got (laughs) later that made him call off work. (laughs) that was the worst that people don't think about. And I was like, yeah, that's right. I remember that happening to me when
1: I did last year's challenge.
2: (laughs) I'm so excited for this chip now.
1: (laughs) So we're not going to do it a half an hour before we go on our afternoon route. Absolutely not. But you know what? That would actually be
0: kind of a, Fun little like challenge, like you got to finish your afternoon route.
2: You're crazy! (laughs) You're crazy!
0: You would just hear me call in. This is a sixteen nineteen. I'm gonna be out of service. I am having a mechanical breakdown right now. I'm in the friggin' bathroom.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to.
0: Oh man. On that note, uh, I think this is going to wrap this episode up on our King's Peak adventure that we did in September. I'm hoping to get one more backpacking experience with... That was August. Oh, yeah, August. I want to do another one, but before the season ends, very, very short, though, like two, three miles. So we can enjoy ourselves more. But I plan on trying to do King's Peak again next year after more preparation. A lot more. And if it even says there's a chance of thunderstorms, I ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we will catch y'all later. Thanks, Mike, for joining us. And thank you, Summer, for joining us. And thank you guys for following me on this crazy adventure into the Uinta wilderness of trying to reach King's Peak and reaching at least Dollar Lake yeah. we will, next year. next year. Yes. We'll have an episode next year and we'll be so tough and ready for it. We'll eat the Pocky's hot chip challenge before we start the trail.
2: I mean, I mean, no, but.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be, that would be a, a fun way to do it. To die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kidding. Well, we will catch you all on the next one. See ya.